The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Listeners and welcome to another episode of History Creeps. I am one of your co-hosts, Carter Johnson, and with me are two gentlemen that I today I don't have words for. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Townsend and Chris Chavez. What's up? That's him. Johnny, it's nice to see you got your voice back too. Yeah, sort of, sort of. It's uh, you sound pretty good, honestly. I can feel it. It will crack at times, like I'm going through puberty all over again. But uh, <laughs> overall, it's much, much better than where it was. Uh, just so our audience knows, I was—I had some sort of respiratory uh, cold type thing that I'd caught from my parents, aka coronavirus. <laughs> Let's not start that because it wasn't that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it laid me out for easily over two weeks because after I'd gotten over the deep, terrible cough that would keep me up at night, uh, I my voice would come and go because it had destroyed it. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I love to hear the sound of my voice. <laughs> I was in some sort of deep, terrible hell. <laughs> <laughs> There's many people that love, I believe people are recording your voice for those AS with ESMA, ASMR. What are they called again? A, I think it's ASMR, right? I yeah. That's what it there is. There you go. They're recording yeah. your voice just for that. Well, they, uh, they need to, Find uh, somebody else who's much better at it because uh, every once in a while, I'll just do this <laughs> <laughs> and wake uh, them out of their it's slumber. It's not going to be good for anybody's anxiety. <laughs> no, not at all. I am not good for anxiety-ridden people. Oh, man. Sure. Yeah, but it I'm has. Sorry to those who are. <laughs> it has been a while since we have recorded. We released a little it's special. It's been a stain. Yeah, yeah. A little, been a stain. A little special episode. We put out a How Bizarre. Uh, we had a, some some little things here and there. Um but it's been a while since we've all been on the show together. Um, I mean, coronavirus, am I right? Yes. <laughs> so uh, let's just get into our current creeps, the coronavirus. <laughs> it's um, So it's weird because about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, um, I watched, I rewatched. It was like the second time I'd seen it, the movie Contagion. With, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I rewatched it. Uh, and knowing what the movie was now, I watched the entire film meticulously just staring at everybody's hands and watching what they were doing throughout the film. So then they are, you know, and when I watched it, it was at the very kind of, not the beginnings of coronavirus. It had, it had already been happening for about a couple of weeks, but, um, but then it was, it made me very aware and it was kind of like, this is kind of, this is realistic. This could happen. Like we could get to a state where things are, are close to shutting down and maybe, you know, society gets paused for just a bit. Um, and then a few more weeks pass by and here we are. What the heck is going on guys? Yeah, we're kind of already at that point. They're canceling things or, or, or putting things off like South yeah, by they, Southwest they is canceled. Down, yeah, that's to say they shut down South by Southwest. Yeah, Emerald yeah, and a lot City of your Comic big Con. sporting events are getting changed. Uh, Italy is apparently the worst hit place currently. 
Yeah. Uh, and like they're doing sports over there now where like there's no spectators in the you know in the stands. Yeah, soccer uh, matches in these big stadiums are just going to be the pe- the people on the sidelines and uh camera crews uh maybe commentators and the players. No one's so going to be in the, in the like, stands. So you literally like you're supposed to watch it from home basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like yes. they just—they want you to stay home and watch the game. Basically, yeah. yeah. And, and then they just Dude, announced. Wouldn't they be doing? They'd be doing that with football if it was that bad gonna, here. It's too, gonna man. start getting like, that, that way. Football season, you know. It's gonna start getting that way, dude. If it gets I mean, worse. March Madness for college basketball is right around the corner. That's uh, true. So there's a lot of things that's happening. Um, you man, know, we're that's crazy. It's 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 wild. I was talking to Chris before Carter got onto this conversation, and we were discussing this before we were recording. But uh, it, it's I always knew that the thing that would spread the fastest would be something that if we just would all wash our hands and take care of ourselves and not be gross, <laughs> we could we could do our best to stop it. Yeah. But we're just gross. But people are just gross. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's um, it is, you know, you don't it's one of the it's two things. It's it's there's one side where you want to look at this and say, uh, OK, I get where people are saying, you know, it's just about being sick. Wash your hands. It's not a problem. Uh, then there's the other side of it where you hear uh, it's not even about that. This is airborne. So uh, it's not just that. It could be something that shoots across the room just because somebody sneezed. And have you seen these these little statistics about how far your, you know, your your saliva goes when you sneeze and at what velocity it comes at it? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, it's better than a super soaker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. And so when like when I watch the movie like Contagion and you just see the way this thing spreads and how fast it spreads and you see the other side of it, the way the CDC works with the and, and is trying to figure it out and try to come up with, you know, a cure or a vaccine. Um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to actually start seeing it's happening because it was like nothing was happening in America. Then real quick, something happened in California, something in Washington. Then all of a sudden now it's here in, in New York, not just in New it's York. It's in 30 states. We now. had it in Buffalo. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's As of this recording, it's in 30 states. Yeah. And um, this recording will go up and it'll be like 37 states. It's in North Carolina. It's a North Carolina case too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's really it's really I mean it's obviously scary but I do think yes. that we are at a better place in society now where we can handle these sort of things I agree and I don't want to diminish it at all because people have lost their lives to this already and that's just sad and tragic uh, especially those who already have like you know issues going health issues going on it's really scary for them yeah uh, it's it's just uh you know it's the the fact of the matter is, we just got to take care of each other, and we don't always do a good job of that. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, it is going to be interesting to see how far this is going to go because I don't think what, – what was it? The, I think they said something like the 1912 or 1918, some flu of that time. Was the last time the uh, Spanish 1820 flu? 1820 and 1920. 1820 was an outbreak of bubonic plague, and 1920 was the Spanish flu. Spanish flu. That's the one I'm talking about, yeah. I caramba. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's going to be interesting to see this. This is this has a mortality rate. I think they said of three percent still. Uh, so it's not as bad as AIDS, which had a hundred percent at that one point. You know. So I mean, this is still something. Yeah, it's, it's still not good though, because right. I mean, there's so many cases that that's still a large number. You know, yeah, and it keeps losing their lives, and it keeps spreading. The number keeps growing. So you're right. Yeah. This is a current creep for real. It's something to keep your eyes on. Um, but let me let me throw your this hands out. out of your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please. 
that was two things that that stood out from that that movie Contagion when I watched it was that fact they talk about that uh, the average person puts their fingers and their hands to their face their mouths their nose their eyes uh, uh, an average of six to seven times per minute that if we could all just quit fingering ourselves exactly <laughs> keep your but fingers out of your orifices but I, if I pay attention to myself, I am on a constant basis of just just fingering myself left and right. Yeah, you're and not kidding. Stop though. doing it. It's insane. It's insane. You realize how much you do it. It when just you, feels so good at times. It, it, well, and that's one of the most messed up parts about that movie is all the stuff it points out that you don't realize. Yeah, until they say something, and you're like, "Wow, exactly." Like, you don't. You don't like. You see it, you notice it, but you don't think about it. Exactly. You know? And the other p- part of that movie was there's a there's a scene where they're they're talking. It's the two people from the CDC, and this one scientist is talking about how they finally figured out how this came about and where it came from. And it came from two different animals. Uh, one, yep. a piece of it came from a bat. A piece came from the pig. And the line she says just blows you away because she goes, you know, there's somewhere in the world where the wrong bat met the wrong pig. And it's so true, right? This came out of one of those uh, food markets, those animal food yeah. markets in, in China. That would, that would describe some marriages, I know. <laughs> you know what's really scary? Have you guys – Have you? Go- I know you guys have probably seen the movie. But have you guys ever read World War Z, the yes, book? Yes, yes. Yep. This I've is exactly some of the stuff that he's ta- – they cut all of it out for the movie. Well, most of it anyway. Um. The movie just literally, you know, starts like at the start of the the yeah. the actual spread of the plague. Really, and the, and the book talks about all different kinds of pieces of history at first, then starts to show yeah, and, all different and like how it started, aspects. And where it came from. Yeah, 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 and like how the airlines are are perfect viral delivery systems. Yeah, and that's the other thing nobody's talked. We're all over here making jokes about washing your hands. I don't even touch anything in a public restroom, dude. Like if it's, I flush um, the toilet, I use my foot. I'm more aware. I'll tell you right now. I'm much more aware of what I'm touching in public and then how often I'm touching my face. Uh, but I, let me ask you something. So there was this thing I saw also where there there's a little bit of a uh, conspiracy theory going on that this wasn't a natural outbreak, that this was actually a planned outbreak. What do you think about that? That this is something to Sounds disrupt like more Sandy Hook BS. Basically disrupt. Yeah. What's going on in the world right now? Uh, I'm with I'm with Carter on this one, but to be fair, there have been cases where uh, the government or whoever was getting people sick on purpose. Yep. So it's not like it's not happened before, but you know I I don't feel it for this one. Uh, it's just too uh, you know it. And if it was, they really screwed up, screwed the pooch, and let it go. <laughs> yeah. Did they have? Yeah. Has there been any any cases in Australia yet? I don't know. I don't either. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, I don't remember hearing of any. I know it's been spreading through a lot of countries, but a lot of these countries are connected somehow. And well, there's, uh, there's two things that they're not like, and they're both in uh, uh, contagion, Chris. Yeah. Uh, one is that we live in a time where people go to work when they're sick. Period. Chris, like, me and Chris literally were discussing this before. Like you people go to work when they're sick, like and yeah. it and it's like from the top down. Like my father, who owns the company, will go to work when he's sick, and I'm like, dude, go home. Like, pe- pe- the company will be fine for a day or two with you being sick. It's it's no big deal. Go home and don't get the rest of the office sick. Right. 
And the other thing is uh, the Jude Law character yeah. in Contagion. They've already slapped Jim Baker uh, with something about stop peddling your BS coronavirus, whatever miracle cure, or whatever it is. Oh yeah. How many <laughs> how many people are going to die if this reaches some kind of mass panic level? Just from the mass panic part of it. Well, I'll tell you this. And I how many a- people are going to spend millions on BS cure-alls? You know that that come out of this. Literally, right now, uh, I have a friend who who's in Tennessee near uh, Pigeon Forge, and she actually works at a Walgreens. And she sent me a picture of all the Purell they had left, and it was one bottle. Yeah, and it was yep. the whole part was cleared out of all that stuff. So yeah, uh, just so you guys know, I'm looking at a map as of 24 hours ago, released by the CDC, and it does look like there are cases in Australia. They're less than a hundred. But there are cases that ha- so when I put in coronavirus on uh, Google, um, it's crazy because the first thing that comes up is this red bar across the the, uh, the bottom of the search bar, and it says SOS alert coronavirus disease. Um, yeah, that's not good. But then it says NBC News 18 hours ago coronavirus update. Uh, millions have been quarantined in Italy. Millions. Yeah, that, it really spread like wildfire there. And there's dead, uh, the death toll is soaring there, they said. 133 yeah, already. No, sorry. Mm. Uh, they reported another 133. That means the death toll now jumps up to 366 as of 18 minutes ago. Just sad. Much I mean, we're already at a point now where in, in the NBA that there's basketball going on and uh, Steph Curry, who plays for the, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the Golden State, Warriors, and they're in San Francisco, in that area which they've had cases reported. He was he didn't play yesterday because he had the flu, and they had to specifically tell people that it was just the flu; it was not the coronavirus. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. What do you think this is going to do to like Uber and Lyft drivers? I think it's going to affect all all economy to get all over. Uh, I mean, I'm even kind of concerned, and I'm I know I'm just being in a panicky Pete here, but like just ordering <laughs> stuff through Amazon. You know, I don't know who's handled those packages. You I mean, know? you're not really, but you're not wrong. That's the thing. You're I heard, not wrong. Uh, didn't I read? I, th- I felt I read somewhere. Is that something different? Uh, that this is like it, it's it only lasts so long outside of the body. So like if it did touch the package, it's it wouldn't last it so long. You know, after a while, the, well, the, the virus the itself when, dies off. Remember when uh, uh, they had what like two or three cases of Ebola here? And like, I mean, we all thought like the response was like overblown and everything. But think about the Ebola virus, like as a virus. Yeah, its gestation period is so short that like it's if you if you if you catch it, you're and and you you know and you don't get medical attention, you're dead in like 24 hours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. With this coronavirus, I think the gestation period is like three or four days. Or Oof. something like that. I, th- I think I read that. And you can be infectious and not be showing symptoms yet. Right. That's the scariest part to me. Exactly. You, you may not even know you have it and you just spread it in everybody else. And you don't even know. Yeah. So what we're saying is, uh, at the very least, please wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And seriously. don't go to work sick. Yes. And no, stop, don't stop go to work sick. Yourself. Yes. All of the above. All of the above. Um, no matter Johnny's how good for sale, if anybody wants to buy him, that's right. Johnny's no matter how sale. good it feels, <laughs> no more fingering, man. At least for a little bit. Uh, so you're not available. Then after this, 
You're available for everything else, but not for the right. fingering. Exactly. Okay. But if, wait till this passes over, then let the fingering commence. There you go. There you, but make sure your hands are washed. Oh, good. Clean fingering only. Always. Always. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I can pass down one bit of wisdom from this show. You can tell we haven't been we haven't been on the, talking to each other in a while. We're just like like little boys when they first get together again. Yeah. No, but that's literally the funniest thing that's come out of this is like everybody's been like, for the love of God, wash your hands. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know. About time. Now they take yeah. it seriously. Literally, now they take it seriously. It's a thing we should have known, you know, decades ago. Exactly. <laughs> to wash your stupid hands. Oh, yeah. man. Anyway. All right, Carter, you're bringing the topic today, man. What do you have? I am bringing the topic today. Um, So I'm going to start with a little story here. Um. I have been going with my family uh, to Edisto Beach since I was probably three or four years old. Um, Where's this beach located? This beach is in South Carolina. It's below. It's about 45 minutes from Charleston, about 45 minutes south of Charleston. All right. Um, it's a. It's basically an island. And the farthest part of the island that actually you know touches the ocean is edisto beach so the town of edisto beach is just around the beach area the rest of the island is uh little small towns and uh you know little little tiny places like that um and so recently well not recently uh, about five years ago, my mom and stepdad moved down there permanently. Uh, they had bought a house and they'd been using it as a vacation home. They finally moved into it. So um, once my mom started living down there and started being around people all the time, she started hearing a lot of like ghost stories and local legends from the area. We're, you know, my family's born and raised uh, mostly here in Charlotte, North Carolina, so we don't we have our own ghost stories that aren't anywhere near this kind of stuff. Um, so recently I was down there with my family and my mom was telling me uh, a, a, a story about kind of a local legend that was down there. So I looked into it and it's actually pretty cool. So uh, it's called, they, they call it the legend of Julia Laguerre. Ooh. Um, this girl, Julia Laguerre, uh, was visiting a family on Edisto Island, not Edisto Beach, but Edisto Island. Uh, and she got sick and she slipped into a coma. Uh, basically, the family physician said she's not going to come out of it and she's dead, more or less. So they... They uh, had a funeral for this girl, and and they interred her in uh, a family mausoleum that's on the island. You can actually still go to this mausoleum. Uh, and side note, I'm a little pissed I didn't go the last time we were down there because I knew I was going to do this, and I should have taken some pictures uh, for us to put up. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so she was put into the mausoleum, and and – sealed inside you know like they do with these things uh and about 15 years later somebody else in their family died so they had to open the mausoleum to inter this family member uh julia's remains were found crumpled at the foot of the mausoleum's door hmm. 
basically this poor girl had been buried alive in the family crypt and she was able somehow to get out of the specific place she was interred and more or less uh starved or uh dehydrated uh trying to get out of this tomb uh so what they say is that if you go and I, I pass this cemetery every single time I drive in, it's right on the main. There's really only one way to get to Edisto Beach, one road to get to Edisto Beach, and you have to drive on it no matter what. And when you're on it, you pass by this cemetery. And uh, so a few weeks after they discovered her body and interred their other family member, um, this uh, cemetery sits right behind the Presbyterian church, one of the Presbyterian churches on the island. And so a priest uh, saw that the uh, door to the crypt uh, was open, and he ordered it to be closed again. But it kept happening over and over and over again. They used chains. They used locks to keep this thing uh, closed again. Um, like cracked, article, like, like cracked but, open, cracked open or like blasted wide open. You know what I mean? Like swung like, wide like, open. Yeah. Like swung, like swung all the way open. Okay. Like somebody had pushed it, you know, all the way, like from outside, somebody had pushed it all the way open. Yeah. Um, as I understand it, the crypt door swings inward and not, and not outward. And that's one of the reasons why she was stuck in there. Hmm. Um, so the family uh oh sorry as 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 little as 50 years ago I'm quoting directly from this article as little as 50 years ago a door was put on that could only be moved by industrial heavy machinery and that door was also open <laughs> So now they don't even try to keep this door closed anymore um, in fact, they no longer even have a door on this mausoleum. Open air, just walk in now. Just completely open air. Anybody can can uh, can walk in there. Um, but I mean, you have to go to the church and talk to somebody first because the cemetery is fenced in and everything. Now you can't really just walk in there. Uh, but but you can walk into the actual mausoleum. And of course, you know, the usual reports of uh, touching and uh, strange feelings of like being watched. Um, Some people have taken pictures and they've seen things that they can't explain, so to speak. Um, It's kind of it's I've never been there myself. But uh, a friend of mine got married at a church that was right it, it was not across the street, but kind of perpendicular from this church. And uh, even there, it was it felt a little weird, I guess. Great wedding, beautiful ceremony. Love you, Molly. But uh, something something about that church felt off, and maybe it was because it was so close to the other place, you know? Or maybe yeah. it was just because it was so old, but... Um, I've never been there personally. I want to go just to kind of check it out since we're down there all the time and maybe take a couple of pictures and see if anything pops up. Anything um, develops. 
so to speak. <laughs> uh, but there's never been any reports of, 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 you know, anybody seeing this girl's spirit like walking around the cemetery at night or anything that I know of. Um, it's basically just been this door opening and and <clears throat> and staying open and flinging itself open uh, whenever they try to close it and lock it. So yeah. once was- they took the door off, everything kind of stopped. Hmm. Well, you know, cemeteries anyway at night are, are kind of creepy to start with. Agreed. I mean, I don't care which cemetery you're at. It's it's a little strange at night. I mean, I've had uh, in Hickory, North Carolina, there's like a really old cemetery. It's really huge. It's kind of in the center of Hickory in a way. And um, it's supposedly haunted. And I actually went there with some friends before, and we had strange stuff happen. So, uh, like, the they had a brand-new Jeep, and it cut off when we were there. Uh, we were inside it. It was going to leave, and a Jeep just cuts off for no reason. Oh, that's always uh, fun. Yeah, uh, we had we all had cameras, uh, and they all have full batteries, and then mine went dead all of a sudden. The battery was drained, one of those kind of things. So, um, <clears throat> like, those are real experiences. So I, I guarantee, like, I don't know how I would feel if uh, I knew a door was shut in a cemetery of all places, and I went back and it was wide open, or if I saw it open, God forbid. <laughs> and that's what's so weird about this one. Well, not it's not even weird. It's just kind of cool. Is that I can tell you driving by this place and at like two o'clock in the afternoon, it's so shaded by like palm trees and Spanish moss and stuff that it just looks creepy even in like the middle of the afternoon. You know, like it's one of those it's one of those cemeteries that just no matter it feels like no matter when you're there, there would be an off kind of vibe. Is it is it a really old cemetery too? Oh God, yes, it's yeah. super old. Yeah, I remember uh, when I went to to Charleston and I took a couple because they have some really cool ghost tours you can go, you can go on there, uh, and you know there's all kinds of graveyards there and they're all old like 1600s, you know, around that era. Yeah, old. Yeah, this is yeah this is the kind of I think it's uh I think they date back to the 1700s in this in this cemetery. Yeah. At least the 1800s, I know that for sure. So heck, that's pretty old, man. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no time, and especially where this cemetery is located. You know, you're in the South Carolina Low Country. There's a lot of strange stuff that happens down there. Yeah, isn't where that lizard man is? <laughs> um, it I, could be, dude. I could be wrong about that, but apparently, there's also a legend in South Carolina. Uh, Cannot remember what he's called, but he's a cryptid for sure. But it's like a it's lizard. The lizard man. man of something, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the one you're talking about. I can't. can't think yeah. it. it's like the, the it's like the, uh, you know, the the beast of what? What's the name of that cryptid? Uh, the beast of of Brawley Road or something like that. You know, it's got it's got a name like that. The lizard man of something. The lizard man of. Uh, scape or swamp. There you go. Yeah, I googled it. <laughs> that sounds creepy enough. Yeah, it does. And the swamps are toward the coast, so. Yeah, we drive through them. Nice, nice. That's a sticky situation. Yeah, and then, you know what's cool is there's a lot more, you know, local legends and ghost stories from that area. 
I need to like go into one of the local bookshops and like pick up a book so I can actually have stuff to Google, you know, befriend one of the old, old bookkeepers and see if he's got any stories to tell you. Oh, dude, the, the lady that owns the bookshop down there. Get her, yeah. Get her to get her to record on on your phone or something. Do a little mini interview with her. Oh yeah, you got got some stuff, dude. That'd be nice. Fun. We got to start doing that anyway. I know we shouldn't discuss shop on the on the show, but yeah, I still want to do the parents' night. The parents' night where we uh, we interview our parents about their experiences with the paranormal, whether it's cryptids, aliens, whatever, hauntings. Yeah, we can. I have to trap my parents and get them to do a parent trap. (laughs) <laughs> I, you know what? I sh- I should actually do that because my mom was talking about the Brown Mountain Lights that time. I told you guys about that. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I've got more stories." And I'm like, "There's more." Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you have more. <laughs> yeah, I'm about it. About it. Cool. Round it, round it. Well, there you go. We're back. We're back, right, guys? We're back. Or we gonna? Is one of us gonna succumb to another illness for another? No, let's hope not. Two and a half months, maybe get <clears throat> quarantined yeah. with the other millions. Well, yeah, I think that's what's funny about living in my house. You don't come down with something. The germs start down there and come up <laughs> because we have a kid. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I thought you meant like you got like just germs in your feet. <laughs> I mean, I do have germy feet, but no, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Try to so keep don't... your hands out of your face and your feet out of your face. <clears throat> Yeah, don't uh, don't go around uh, feeding yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't feed yourself. Don't finger yourself. Wash yeah. your hands. Coronavirus. And wash your feet. And wash your feet, definitely. Um, was there anything else on yours, Carter, before we head out of here? No, that's pretty much it. There you go. There that's you go. That's pretty much it. Just a little short one, but. Uh, a fun little legend, though. Uh, yeah. If if any of our listeners have any more legends they have to deal with cemeteries and stuff, please share them with us on our Facebook page. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, especially if it's anything down from this area too. Yeah, I don't care where it's from. Just share like your local legends of the cemeteries, uh, and we'll read. We maybe we'll read, we'll read them on a future show or something. Yeah, that's what I say. Send us messages. Yeah, get them to us however you can. Send us messages. Put them on our Facebook page. You can email them to bicvpradio at gmail Just make sure you put history creeps in the subject title. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think I'm pretty much out. I'm gonna hit the lights here in the clubhouse. I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? Do me a favor, guys. On your way out, grab yourself one of your little medical masks. Uh, put them on. We've also got full body suits if you want to wear those on the way out. But above all, for Johnny Townsend, Carter Johnson, Chris Chavez, we implore you to stay creepy. <laughs> <laughs>